0: welcome to getting made with stephanie j getting made with stephanie j is a podcast for women who are on the edge of change who just need a little motivation information and inspiration to push past what's getting that keeping them stuck any obstacles from their past and move them to the life they really want to present to the world. Getting made is getting your mind right, getting your attitude in check, getting a dream and a drive and getting your energy up through exercise and eating right. And that's what this podcast is for. This podcast is being presented to you to provide that inspiration, information, information and motivation to push you past those obstacles. And it's being sponsored by Your Sweetest Life. Your Sweetest Life is YourSweetestLife.com is where you can find all all of the information you need to push past that there's a blog post if you like to read the podcasts are there. You can find all of my favorite shopping and um, shopping spots, and even some of the, sp- the things I like to shop for. and You can click right there and purchase them. So, yoursweetestlife.com, and that spot right there will take you to everything you need to move into the life that you want to have. I'll get your clothing together, get your uh, houseware stuff together, and also get your mind and your attitude, your dream, and your energy up. So, thank you so much for being part of this podcast. For those of you who are your first time listening, thanks for coming on. I appreciate you so much. And those of you that have been around for a while, thank you for sticking out with me. If you um, find this inspiring or motivational or the information is good for you, please share it with someone who you think it might help um, every time that you share it. And also, if you're on Apple, please give me a five-star review. Every time you do a five-star review, guess what? More women get to be inspired and get information and inspiration and motivation. That's what I'm here for, to really see women live their sweetest life. So I'm going to go ahead and stop talking at this introduction and move on to the podcast for the week. This week's episode is once again sponsored by Your Sweetest Life. Com. Thanks, ladies, and keep reaching for your sweet-
1: I appreciate it.
0: This is so awesome. So tell us a little bit about Miss Tori, Miss Zayna Blue. Um,
1: what do you do? Who are you? Well, a little bit about myself. Um, I'm a dental assistant by day and designer by night, which I always say. Um, I started a t-shirt line about a couple of years ago which is Sienna Blue. And um, how I came about that was um, was kind of a long story, but I wanted something that was kind of catchy when I started my business. I said, I want something that's catchy, or something that represents something, um, something substantial. So um, I came up with Sienna Blue a couple of years ago, and the t-shirt line that I have is really for women um, to really build your self-esteem. Um, So I created the Validation Not Needed slogan, which happened, I want to say maybe about five years ago. Um, Just growing up, I've always felt like I needed validation from people. I felt like I, um, you know, I wasn't sure of myself. I had low self-esteem. It was something I struggled with for a long time. And it wasn't until I was in my early 20s. Actually, no mid to late twenties when I really started feeling um, like just had more self respect for myself, more, I had better self-esteem. So it was a long journey going through that. So one of the things that I felt like where I finally came into terms was I didn't need validation from other people. That's something I seeked like pretty much all the time. Um, Whether it was an idea or concept the way I looked, so I said, this is for the birds. I don't want to feel like that anymore. And that's how that main line of the T-shirt started.
0: Wow. Well, and, you know, so many people feel like that too. I mean, yeah, so many. And I think I was so drawn to when you started talking about the awkward. I mean, I'm not tall, but like I totally could relate to that style where, yeah. you know, so individualized yet you're still like not like the norm and exactly
1: so- exactly and that's the thing like growing up um that was something else i dealt with was i was tall i was skinny um i felt awkward all the time you know i was this girl who loved eclectic music um typical music that you normally would hear being played in the neighborhood that i lived in so i <laughs> i always felt like an outsider but it was okay like I never um never dealt with peer pressure or anything like that which I'm so thankful for that was That's good. one good yeah like I never had that issue I was like I danced to the beat of my own drum and I was fine with that um so I never dealt with peer pressure but it was just the low self-esteem that I did deal with um and just being different I felt like um you know I didn't find that there was too many people that had the same interest that I had growing up in a community that I grew up in. It wasn't until I went to high school. Um, I went to high school in Manhattan, graphic arts mm-hmm. high school in the city. And that's when I just started seeing like a whole different world of other people who had similar interests as I did. Um, mm-hmm. So that was really cool. It was kind of like um, meeting other people outside the norm of what I lived in. <clears throat> Excuse me. So that was something that I struggled with um, growing up and something that I learned to overcome pretty much in my adult years. So
0: how old were you around when you felt like you started to feel more confident in who you
1: were? Honestly, I want to say like really started feeling more confident when I was in my thirties. Yeah. Um, like my early Mm -hmm. thirties, that's when I really started feeling like, okay, this, this is who I am. This is, and it's okay. You know, I don't have to fit the bill um, this is who I am. And this is, this is, this is Tori. This is Victoria. That's my full name.
0: Victoria. Um, uh, yeah. That's my daughter's middle name.
1: Is it? (laughs) Does she go by Tori or Vicky?
0: No, we were going to name her Victoria, but people kept saying, Oh, Vicky. And I was like, no, no. And so we named her Nia Victoria. Yeah. (laughs) For that reason, I was so annoyed with people.
1: Good choice. Yeah. I, my family, when I was living in the city, they still call me Vicky and I hated that name. <laughs> oh, hate, oh my goodness. I that. couldn't stand that name. So when I moved out to, cause I live in new Jersey now. Okay. Um, when I moved out to New Jersey, that's when I changed it to Tori. Cause I said, it's new, fresh beginning, new people. Yes. I said, you know, we're not doing Vicky. We're going to say Tori. So
0: I love it. I love yeah. it. And I love how you talked about like in your it was like your 30s when you started felt confident because it's I mean it's it's true like even in your 20s you know you still are trying to be like everybody else and um and for me it probably was like my 40s probably more and you mm-hmm. know I felt good about myself but like on the surface right like it was like yeah I love myself but like on the inside I really really didn't but I mm-hmm. said all the things that made me but my actions also show that I didn't love myself Um, and it was clear in like when I'd be jealous of people or when I'd be offended really easy that I knew that it took me after years of years of understanding that that's all that was was that was insecurity
1: as to when you know I would feel hurt really easy and stuff like that and you made a really interesting point Steph where you just said that on the surface you felt that you was okay and I think like right now you know that's trending right now. Everybody's all about, you know, um, feeling good about yourself, having that confidence and everything like that. But honestly, you can tell someone till they're blue in their face that, you know, you may um, look a certain way or you this and you're that. But until you really believe it yourself, that's when it really, that's the game changer. Um, the but yeah, it could be just surface appeal um, and not really reach deep. So that's something that I think a lot of people are still going through, even mm-hmm. in the times we're living in, which is worse.
0: It's probably um, worse. Exactly. Because you see everybody's everything or their highlights
1: of their life, you know, their highlight reel. Exactly. And you got social media that doesn't help. I mean, it's great for a lot of purposes, but then, you know, social media, especially for young girls, you know, they, they're comparing themselves constantly to the next girl. Yeah, Looking her living her best life. She looks like this. Her hair looks like this. Mm -hmm. Her skin is like that. Oh, I need to. So I think it's worse from when I was growing up. We didn't have social media and all that. I Um, agree.
0: Same here. I mean, you know, we saw people at school or in magazines that's right. like really all you saw was your comparison.
1: Exactly, exactly. So it's it's scary in the sense, but just seeing how young girls, if they really could believe that they are truly beautiful and being content in themselves, they they fought half the battle. If they could learn that on an early age, I wish I learned that at an earlier age. But you Me know, too. I did learn it. But it takes time. And even now, um, there's days where you don't feel your best. You don't feel Like you got it together, you know, that's just, that's just how it goes. But Mm -hmm. to feel like that all the time, that's, that's the, that's the difference. We may feel like that sometimes, which is natural, we're human, Mm -hmm. but to feel like that all the time, you know, that, that, that's a, that's a problem.
0: Yeah. And I remember, you know, when my husband would say like, how many times do I have to tell you that you're pretty, you know, I like that or you're pretty or this. I'm like, I don't know. Yes. (laughs) Yes. <laughs> just keep telling me, and I'll get to that number. You know. <laughs> and now I, I think
1: about me. it, I'm like, oh my god, that poor guy. <laughs> believe me, I went through the same thing, and still do sometimes. Yeah, still, still do. Still do. you like my I'm hair? Do you like lie. my hair? <laughs> yeah. Exactly. um The best thing I could have done was cut kind of all my hair off like a couple years ago. So it was almost it was I want to say shorter than yours. Um, yeah. This- I just buzzed it. And I love yours. It looks so good on you. Thank you.
0: Yeah, it's have, so I easy I to deal too. with. I did
1: like the, the big chop when I first cut yeah. my hair off, like about three years ago. Yeah. Yeah, it's just so much easier to deal with. But um, I, I I totally identify. My husband would tell me all the time, yeah, you're beautiful. You're this, you're that. But, you know, you like I said, if someone can tell you until mm-hmm. they're blue in their face, but until you believe it, it, it doesn't sink down. It's just It's just words, but it's not Something that you really truly believe. It's interesting
0: you say that about the hair because I remember when I cut my hair off. It was actually a time when I was finally coming into loving myself. It finally was a time I loved myself, and it was like after like I had gone through like therapy and like you know so much. Like I was like I thought I was gonna be a minister because like by the time I came out of like coming through everything I'd been through, I right. was like I think I'm gonna be a minister because I like like i was like so strong in the world but i cut my hair off almost Mm -hmm. as like a mental symbol of like i don't need outward beauty like i but like and i don't know if i i don't think i even ever told anybody this i never even shared that um and i just decided one day like i want to be free from the social norms right it was i wasn't even thinking about like a big chop but i was like i just wanted like do something drastic Mm -hmm. to show that i'm free of that and then i was like cut my hair off I came home one day and I think I sent him a picture I was like uh today I
1: <laughs> yep here I am decided this to do me
0: but for me it was like so freeing because I was like mm-hmm. I wasn't you know I wasn't stuck in like this is what everybody expects and having you know a certain look I was like I wanted to be free of that and just be able to be, right. present myself as me you know, right. without hair, without this, and just be happy and be confident. And that was the first right. time that I was actually confident to be able to say, cutting up all my hair and I'm yes. just come forward
1: as me. It's liberating, isn't it?
0: Yes, it really was. It was, yeah. like for me, it was such a symbol of liberation from that old. You know, it's almost like when you get baptized, like when you leave that old self down there and you come up. Mm-hmm. That's kind of how it was for me. It was like, freeing myself from that old self that I worked so hard
1: yeah. to remove
0: those old mindsets um, and cutting my hair off was like the, the final symbol of freedom.
1: Yep. I totally get it.
0: And now I just did it cause I was tired of doing it every night. I was tired.
1: <laughs> That's- I'm, I'm seriously <laughs> contemplating doing the same thing because all this hair on my head right here, like it took, it takes me a couple of hours to just do a wash day. And I, I just, the time is mm-hmm. just too much. And I said to myself, I'm so tempted to just cut it all off again.
0: That's how this you know? happened. Because I was like, mm-hmm. if I have to lay before I go to bed, I can't just go to bed. <laughs> no,
1: you got to take at least half an hour to prep. Yes. Know, for the next day, twist out like I'm wearing a twist out now. <laughs> yes. And I have to take like 20 minutes to twist this thing up before I go to sleep. And I'm like, come yes. on, I'm so over it.
0: Yeah, one night I just got tired of I'm like, I'm tired of doing my hair. I'm cutting. Yeah. I called my hairdresser, I'm like, can I get in this yeah. week? Because I gotta get this hair off. I am so tired yeah. of doing it. <laughs> and when you get to that point, that's it. It's like no going back. No, and it isn't. And I didn't, I'm like, cut off that big section of the back. Okay, like I'm okay, I'm free. <laughs> yeah,
1: exactly. Exactly. Oh my goodness. This the best feeling. The woes, of, feeling. The woes yes. of the natural hair. Yes. <laughs> It's this really a journey.
0: It is, and it's my, definitely a yeah, journey. I moved my journey backwards because I was like, no,
1: I don't I blame you.
0: I can't do it. I can't do it anymore.
1: I um, don't blame you. So tell
0: us a little bit about, and I was saying it wrong the whole time. It's Ziana,
1: Ziana, Ziana blue. Mm, you
0: have it right. Mm-hmm. At first I didn't, but now I know Ziana blue. So tell us a little about Ziana blue. I know we so, talked a little
1: bit, but so um, Ziana blue is pretty much like Sasha Fair says Beyoncé is alter ego. Xiana mm. Blue is your alter ego ego. So I say that because um, just going back to how I was how I grew up and how I felt about myself, I never really felt um, confident in myself and that had that self-esteem that I desired. So when I came up with Xiana Blue, it was just like you're putting on this personality this confidence that you're wearing, but you really believe that um, it's not just something you put on, but it's you. Um, so that's how I came up with Ziana Blue. Um, blue is my favorite color, one of my favorite colors. And Ziana, I came up with that name from trying to find a hair blog from years ago when I first went natural, trying to find a name, like a screen name. Oh, <laughs> oh my God. Yeah, that's how... I don't know if anybody who's natural remembers Fukai or Fuki. I don't know how you pronounce it, but it was this um, hair blog that you would share your your natural hair journey. You would send pictures, you would comment, you would comment on everybody else's accounts. And I was trying to find a name and I wanted something different um, that started with the Z. So I played around with different names and I came up with Ziana. And for a while I used that. And then I said, I need something else to kind of, you know, it just sounds plain Xana. And that's how I came up with Xana Blue. So that's that's how the name oh. came about. Oh.
0: Well, I absolutely love your t shirts and thank you. I know you I don't since we're on podcast, talk a little bit about some of the sayings on them and what they mean to
1: you. So the the first one that I came up with, which was the uh validation I needed, um, pretty much just letting folks know that you don't need validation from them. Mm -hmm. Um, One sign of showing that you're confident within yourself. um, That was really big because that was something that I went through. So it's something that I wear to remind myself that I don't need anybody's validation and I am confident and I am content with the person that I am. So it's just a reminder of wearing that. And I want other women to feel the same way. I don't want other girls feeling... They had to go up and not feel that way, so when you wear that, it's just a reminder that you are confident, you are fly. you are your unique self. you may be awkward, but it's okay. You're unique, you're yourself, and people who love you are gonna love that about yourself. so um just being comfortable with your own your character, you know, mm. um, just being happy that. with your own character, you know, so that's. One of the main ones that I get a lot of lot of um, feedback on was the validation I needed. And then the next one is, yeah, she fly. Yeah. So that I like that one. <laughs> so it goes back to, again, being confident. And yeah, she's fly is referring to yourself as this person. Um, but it can represent anybody. It can represent your, a friend of yours. Like, yeah, she's fly. And it could be for a friend, it could be for oh. whoever, but it could represent yourself. Like you wear that shirt and it's not to be conceited, but again, it's just that inner confidence that you have within yourself that you're sharing with the world.
0: Yes. That's right. So that's,
1: so that's those are the two um, top ones that I came up with really based on confidence and just yeah. having that and wearing it and reminding yourself about that.
0: Well, we have the, she is, she's, uh, she's dope. My daughter has that one. And then I have yeah. my, uh,
1: totally adorable lips and. Um, oh yeah. The lipstick. Lips. Mm-hmm. So cute.
0: Yes. Yes. I need to get the, val- no validation needed. I still need to get that one. I got to add that yeah. one to my collection.
1: That's, that's, I got to say, that's my favorite one.
0: Yeah. I have to, I that's, meant to get the sweatshirt cute, like, in the winter and then it was like, started getting warm. I said, now I have to get the t-shirt. Yeah. So I have to get the t-shirt. But I love that. Like it really is necessary because I mean, like my daughter is kind of like that. She's like that awkward mm-hmm. kid. And I mean, I just wasn't, I was awkward in my own way too. And she's yeah. Aw- her own way and it's kind of cool because she's at that stage of where she's completely different from a lot of girls like the same color as her and Mm -hmm. she might like listen to music they don't like to listen to or she has a little bit broader kind of like you like a little broader yeah look at the world um I don't know if I've influenced that I don't know if that's just how she is but and my son is kind of like that too he's also kind of um just really unique and he you know likes little rock and um, yep. you know and just trying to encourage that because it's so easy for especially us as parents you know if, to want your kid to fit in and be yeah part of the norms and not to say things because I know I've caught myself saying things that are like you know what why are you listening to that and like yeah. hey, leave them alone and you know the let them listen to what they enjoy and let them be their own person. And yeah. my daughter actually has to remind me of that a lot of times. Cause I, you know, I'm like, Oh, I just don't want you to, you know, feel out of place. <laughs>
1: yeah. It's like I don't. <laughs> That's good. She feels that way though. <laughs> <I'm>
0: like, okay. <laughs> That's good. Maybe it's She's just ex- my insecurities or my, you know, old insecurities mm-hmm. getting in, into her mind whereas she's not confined to that and I grew up confined to those social norms that if yeah. you were different you know everybody was talking about you and you know you, people just didn't they just look you like why are you doing that why do you like that instead of people just accepting you right. being unique
1: right yeah that's that's the thing too like um just you know I I love music everyone who knows me knows that I, I love music I have such a a wide genre of music on my playlist. Um, and I think that especially in African-American community, people assume that you only listen to rap or R&B, mm-hmm. but you know, you can listen to, you know, not just pop, but you can listen to um, like rock my daughter's into like alternative the music, the indie music. Of- yeah. Indie alternative. That. Yes. Yes. Yeah, exactly.
0: And I had never heard it, so now she's introduced me to it.
1: I'm like, oh, this is kind of nice. <laughs> yeah, it's like a whole other world. Mm-hmm. It's really cool. Um, but yeah, I love that. I like meeting people who like have like have a wide variety of different types of genre of music that they listen to. Um, That's kind of how like- I
0: was raised. I was actually my dad you know, we were, I was like, I'm a child of the seventies, um, seventies mm-hmm. and eighties, but the seventies, like he loved, like all the classic rock seventies and all the old, yeah. and I love that stuff. Like James Taylor, Jim Croce, mm-hmm. like my husband's just like, Oh my gosh. Yeah, yeah. Cause he was raised like with the R&B and, you know, uh-huh. all that, and I was like totally, so I still like go towards that music. And I think that could be a little bit why my kids, you know, like, you know, Christopher, uh, me and my son were listening to this when he came on for Christmas or for last year and he was like oh my god I totally forgot about um oh what was that singer I can't remember um it wasn't James Taylor oh it was one of those ones from the 70s but then he bought like the whole album and was like <laughs> listening
1: to and it he started listening to it see <laughs> that's like cool. I forgot you used to play that in the car <laughs> yeah and that's what happens you notice sometimes like certain music that your parents will listen to and then you end up picking it up and listening to it as you get older Yeah. Yeah. And I totally see that in
0: my kids. I totally see that they, like my one son's an opera singer. So I mean, I never listened to classical music. Wow, He just got, but they all have that really diverse, you know, and they're all just really unique like that. But um, yeah, with my daughter, you know, just being a African-American girl, you know, and she has a wide range of friends. I just, you know, Mm -hmm. as a mom, I'm like, I want you to know your culture too. So I want you to know something about that music, but you know she's like I'm just not you know some of it just doesn't you know ring and I don't like the lyrics and I was like these lyrics are a lot more positive yeah it's the thing the thing you love but that um just being unique and different is something that I think it like you said before is even worse now because of the of, of social media and people just seeing you know what everybody's doing and it's To some degree, it's like instead of bringing us closer together, it's actually kind of some ways pulling us apart to be more, you know, to point out our individuality and not so much say it's okay to be different.
1: Yeah. It's it's a work in progress.
0: Yeah. But I think as long as we like keep telling our children to, you know, love people who they are. And that's what I think my kids have definitely. are learning because they are so individual and, um, and different. And the one thing I remember, the one thing that came to mind, I remember when your style came out, I never knew what tomboy chic was because that was totally oh, my yeah. style. And yeah. I was like, I
1: didn't know it had a name. <laughs> tomboy chic. Yes. Talk a little bit about that. Cause I really learned that from you. <laughs> so tomboy chic is, um, let me think. So pretty much, I was never a girly girly girl. My mother always wanted to dress me in pink and ruffles and all that. That's my daughter. Yeah, (laughs) I was like, no, (laughs) I was like, no, that's just not me. I mean, of course, as I got older, I like, you know, of course I wear makeup now and into hair and skincare and all that great stuff. But when I was younger, I wasn't into that girly girly stuff. So I considered myself to be a tomboy. But at the same time, I still love fashion. I still love dressing nice. Um, So it was almost like, you're not, you're a tomboy, but you still like dressing nice, Mm -hmm. you still look like a girl. Like you still dress femininity, not like a boy, but you're casual, but you still have that chicness about you. So um, I think that term, I forget where I got that term from, but I used to hear a lot of people just say, tomboy chic and I said that's so cool that's exactly what my style is because I never really knew how to identify my style. so when I heard that term tomboy chic I said that's exactly that's exactly my style so that's that's how it came up
0: did when I heard you talk about it and my daughter is like exactly the same way like we both have very similar styles a matter of fact she's like takes now she's like can wear my clothes i find my clothes in places that they're not supposed to be mm-hmm. and then sometimes i steal stuff from her like i'm like you, you're not wearing that it's a little bit big for you hand it over but we exactly. both have a similar tomboy chic style and i just didn't know what it was where we're like you find yourself in flannels and a skirt and convert there you go and, uh you know maybe a tube top with a with a with a with a flannel over it and exactly some parts and um yeah but I love that that really like I really it's weird because it actually helped me identify like oh my gosh yes this is what
1: I've been going for that's the style yes that's it and I see your pictures and your stories of how <laughs> y'all dressed and I'm like yep that's good y'all got it <laughs> y'all that's tomboy chic
0: we are so yeah and so almost to a fault we're tomboy chic because then when it comes time to get dressed up we're both like uh what are we <laughs> yeah, what are we, we supposed too. to do <laughs> I
1: know we have I'm to put on real going. shoes. I know that's <laughs> me. Oh my goodness! When I have to like really dress up, I'm like, Where, can I just throw on a t-shirt and a skirt with my Vans or my Converse right. or something? Like I don't. When it comes to wearing heels.
0: Oh my gosh. No. Yeah. No. We, I, it's funny. Cause like when we had this event on Saturday, cause our church is really casual, so we don't really dress up. Mm-hmm. Um, and so we went to this event on Saturday. I went to put on three different pairs of shoes and I think cause I wear gym shoes and flats so much. my yeah. foot had spread and I could like, my foot wouldn't fit in the shoe.
1: Oh yeah. That's the worst. I that's was happened like, to me. so
0: I ended up wearing flats. Like I, I couldn't even wear like a shoe because my foot had spread so much. That's happened. And I actually threw all the shoes in the Goodwill bag to go. <laughs> just <laughs> might as
1: well. I'm not going to wear them. <laughs> no, no. I feel the same way. That's happened to me a few times where I had just bought a pair of shoes. They were flat, but they actually had like the narrow, um, they, oh, were they, the narrow to toe? The oh yeah. yeah. Like the point. <clears throat>
0: oh it's yeah. Really
1: cute. But, and they were flat, but I think from just wearing sneakers or other flats that the same thing happened when I put them on I was just like oh come on (laughs) you gotta be kidding me I just bought these (laughs) I just bought them
0: that's like the worst yeah so I found out yeah Yeah, when I I went I hadn't put on like a dress shoe in so long I hadn't put on a dress shoe.
1: Oh, no, we got to move room. I got to move again. He's on the phone. <laughs>
0: That's so funny. Yeah, girl, I hadn't put on dress shoes in so long. And yeah. I pulled those shoes out the back of the closet. I was like, this is not going to happen. This is, I mean, and my poor husband, like, when we left, I had taken out every sandal Every shoe was like on the floor, on the floor of the closet, on the floor of the room. I was like, just don't worry about the room. Just just leave it. I need to go through all of those shoes because I need to figure out what actually fits my feet. Exactly. Get rid of them. So there were shoes everywhere.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. That's what you have to do. It's like whatever doesn't fit, just just get rid of them.
0: I finally did though. It did feel good because I've had, I took out a pair of shoes and I remember, gosh, I think they're probably like 15 years old yeah Uh, and i would never would have worn them again i don't know why i kept them i don't know why but my daughter looked at them and they were so ugly and i was like i don't know why i kept (laughs) these.
1: oh but they probably were very comfortable they were very stylish and about 15 years ago but sometimes those are the best ones to keep because they just hold a special place in our hearts you know what they like
0: they did
1: I think think they did you don't (laughs) want to give
0: them up um I think like both of my sons botillions so it's kind of like a cotillion but for boys right so I wore them there and I think I just Saved them because I was like, "Oh, I wore these to their battalions." Aww. Like I, I have pictures. They're sentimental values. <laughs> They're gone now. They're in the Goodwill
1: bag. Oh, okay.
0: <laughs> and my feet probably can't fit in them anyway, so it doesn't matter.
1: <laughs> oh my goodness! I wish we could just wear flats all the time, everywhere, yeah. and gym shoes.
0: Oh. Right? Exactly. I would be complete. Okay. Like I said, I went to that event Saturday. I was like, I don't even care. I'm going for comfort. I'm not going to go for wear a stylish pair of shoes just because they're stylish and have my feet hurt. I was like, no, totally going for comfort.
1: Oh, yeah.
0: I don't I didn't I didn't even me and Nia probably would have come in with with um, bands and Converse if we could have.
1: Oh, my goodness. But yeah. it was like a
0: very kind of bougie event. So, you know, we didn't okay. want to embarrass my sister. and
1: <laughs> You had to put your heels on then, right? You're like, all right. I gotta we decided to act right and, you know,
0: yeah. and wear some decent, you know, some decent shoes. <laughs> like, we don't mind dressing up. We just don't want our feet to hurt.
1: <laughs> exactly. That's the thing. It's like, there's nothing wrong with that. But I'm sorry. When it comes over looking cute or comfort, comfort wins for me now.
0: Yeah. Because before oh. it never did. No, me too. I would wear, my husband used to get on me all the time. Like, why are you wearing those shoes if they hurt your feet? Yep. Because they look good with my outfit and they look yep. Those days Never. are over. Mm-hmm. Nope. Mm-mm. Never again. I, yep. nope, mm-mm. I bought a pair of shoes from Target Um, in the fall and I bought them for her for homecoming. And oh my gosh, I know they hurt her feet. Those are one of the pairs of shoes I went to put on. Cause I was like, oh, she wore these to homecoming. Oh, I put right. those, I put my foot inside of them and they were hurting. Like I hadn't even taken a step. Oh my goodness. And I was in pain.
1: <laughs> oh no, that's the worst. Oh
0: my gosh. and we're getting so to talk about shoes.
1: I'm don't, telling you.
0: Don't even get me started. So I want to talk a little bit about like your spiritual journey because like one of the things Mm -hmm. for me when I was really going through stuff when I was getting over like being you know sexually assaulted um, as a young girl and I carry that with me for so many years and I, Mm -hmm. I finally like let it go, and I decided to deal with it. I was about forty when I finally did that. Um, really, like focusing on God, and I had went to like a, I went to a Christian therapist, focused on God, and I started like st- like I think I studied the scriptures like morning and night. Like I thought if I don't mm-hmm. get they they don't get inside of me, I got to get what's inside of me out, and I got to yeah. replace it. How has that like a been in your life? Because I know we tried to schedule this, and you had you know you had to go to church and i totally respected that cuz i was like wow I, I absolutely respect anyone that puts religion and the time with yeah. god before even business work because th- yeah that's a priority
1: absolutely um i feel like i start my day off um one of the new things that i told myself before i do anything when i wake up i used to before I used to hop on Instagram, checking my emails, and I'm like, what? No, this is crazy. Um, and I just knew my days just did not fall together right. Um, so now when I wake up in the morning, my new thing is before I leave the house, I try to read at least one chapter of my Bible. I try to pray and you know, just try to have a spiritual routine. And I find that helps me in so many aspects of my life. It helps me um, just learning how to handle things better. It helps me um, not to have so much anxiety because one of the things I do suffer is chronic anxiety, Mm -hmm. um, which is pretty bad. Um, So it helps me with that to a point. So just having that in my life and having that relationship with God um, really helps, stabilizes me. And it's something that I don't, If I didn't have that, honestly, I would not even be here right now. Mm -hmm. So um, that's something very important to me that I truly, that's the forefront of that is family and my spirituality before anything else.
0: I love that. I love that because I totally, absolutely understand. And honestly, like, I wouldn't be anywhere. I would not be here today. I wouldn't yeah. have been bold enough to put myself out into the social media world. Cause that was one thing that kept me from it was like, Oh, you know, what do people say about me? What if they, you know, you know, what, what will they start talking about me? And I had to be like, you know, God finally showed me that, that I, this is what I needed to do. And right. I don't know what all that looks like, but when, you know, he showed me that I needed to take that step of confidence. I need to stop hiding in the background and I need to come out and represent him and, and really talk about, you know, what I've been through. Um, that was really hard, but mm-hmm. I finally was like, God is going before me and mm-hmm. I know that I can do anything. But I totally like now when I get out of bed, just like you, like when I yeah. sit on the edge of the bed to wake up before I work out, before I put my workout clothes on, I Thank God for the day. I just, I, you know, no matter how I feel, if I'm tired when I wake up, if I feel sick or whatever, I give God the glory before I even put my feet on the floor and just like put my hands up, stretch, and thanking for the day. And then, then I do my my workout. And usually during my workout, my daughter always laughs. She's like, I don't know how you can listen to ministries during your workout. How do you even take have a good pace? I'm like. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> criticizing my, my workout. <laughs> I'm sorry, uh, uh, because God helps me through it. And she's like, I don't yeah. even know how you, you can even do that. But usually that's how, you know, I start, mm-hmm. I start my morning. It's like some type of that's ministry. So good way. Some type of word, but while I'm working out, some type of word. Because, like, truly, you know, we always kind of joke about, like, I always say, like, boy, you guys are lucky I'm a Christian. Like, a lot, <laughs> I'm like, boy, yeah. a lot this
1: lucky I know God. I'm just going to yeah. say that to you. <laughs> yeah. Believe me they the things that we protect ourselves from ourselves, we protect ourselves from so many different things when you have that relationship with them yes, yes, it's so it, true
0: it is I mean for me it it absolutely is I mean my in my relationship and my marriage has changed so much because of my yeah. decision to put god first that has changed the nature of my relationship not you know any anything i did but because i no matter what any thought any mindset anything i want to say i truly am you know i start to see that point where i see god like almost being like standing over me like what are you going to say like oh
1: yeah, exactly <laughs> i want to like, okay. say <laughs> I want to say this but no I can't so oh, I'm going to walk away from this situation yes and yep. have... <laughs> yeah I, yes. believe me I know
0: <laughs> and if you ask him for it he will give it to you it may not yes. look the way you think but he will give it to you if you want absolutely. patience he'll put you in positions to test your patience and yeah. build it in you.
1: <laughs> absolutely
0: but Absolutely, spending that time and, and growing, and I totally respect that with you. That that's what you're making an important part of your life, because you know, for me, it's a, it's a very important part of my life. So I love yeah. hearing that from, especially women, especially. Mm-hmm. You know, I love hearing it from men too. You know, when, because that's a whole nother discussion. But for women right. to be the foundations for their home, um, and for in the in the world, and taking that that you know that godlike love into the yeah. world um it just makes such a difference in how people react to you and how we react to other people
1: yeah that's so true um i find that when i did not um because i also do bible education volunteer work as well it, it just gives you some purpose in life mm. um it gives you purpose um and it's something that like i honestly i, I like i said i wouldn't know where i would be if I didn't have that. So it definitely is something that's really big in my life.
0: That's so awesome. I'm so yeah. proud
1: of you. Yes. Oh, thank you. Yes.
0: I mean, it really, I mean, it, it, it just makes such a difference in how you, you feel. And of course, we all have days where, you know, we feel stressed or tired or, you know, overwhelmed. Yeah. Um, but just being able to give that to something other than another human yeah. or carry it yourself.
1: Yeah, that's um, yes, true.
0: It's, it makes a huge difference. I know I did actually did a podcast that came out today. This Well, today, this will come out a later date. But <laughs> right. Recording this. And when it was like three things to let go of in order to mm-hmm. change your life today. And one of them was letting go of um, the idea that other people's responsibility for your emotional joy or happiness mm-hmm. um, and, and being able to really put that outside of. Other people's responsibility and bring it back to you. You know, I'm really trusting that God can, and can heal that and bring that up. But yeah, not putting because that's something that we, as humans, tend to do. Look to other people to bring that joy, and that's not that's not where it comes from.
1: No, it doesn't. It doesn't. That's so. That's such a true statement.
0: Yeah, I know. I've done that myself, and I put so much pressure on someone else to, you know, make me happy. And it's like, well, that's not their job. You know.
1: Yeah, it's true. We we look to the wrong people and the wrong things to find happiness sometimes. Yes.
0: I like that. People and things. And things. And things. Yeah, that's yeah. what we have. Like, you know, the, the shopping addictions come and, yes. you know, it's just as, oh, I just need to go to Target and, you know, go on the end cap and it's all on clearance. It's on sale, right? I mean, no, right.
1: That's- <laughs> why not let me get a couple it's of hundred dollars <laughs>
0: there on yeah. end cap stuff i didn't need but you know yes. it filled some void in me
1: that i <laughs> that i needed that day <laughs> and it's all by design that's why they get us especially us women at the oh. end caps or when you go to the checkout line like if i'm in tj maxx or marshall's and you know oh, i know on that line tj maxx have- and marshall's your yes.
0: socks or yes. a dog biscuit or a pair of nail polish
1: <laughs> exactly you're like oh this is so cute and I'm a sucker for stationery so oh, if they have do. cute stationery like planners oh, like books. I yeah calendars yeah. and all those chic looking planners yes. and stuff that they have they get me all the time and I'm like no why do you need And think I'm like three ninety-nine. Yeah, so you're exactly. Like,
0: it's like three ninety nine.
1: Exactly. You're like, well, what's the harm? What's but, the oh harm? Oh my
0: goodness. You no, know, it's just three ninety nine. I'm just added here.
1: Exactly. Like oh get my me through goodness. this line
0: quickly, please. Get me through this line
1: quickly. I know. <laughs> and they get it's all by design. I'm like, Oh, let me just stay focused, get what I gotta get and get out of here. Yes. <laughs> so do
0: you have any new T shirt ideas coming out soon or Anything I actually
1: new? have uh, I'm working on a couple of new designs right now that I I thought I would have it out by now but just life I have not had it even had the time to even but um I'm working on a couple of new designs so I'm excited about that so even if it's not out now even before the end of the summer, early cool. early fall. Yeah,
0: I can't wait.
1: I, yeah. d- I definitely have to
0: get my validation. Not, uh, n- no validation needed. Right? Yeah, no validation. Yeah, validation, validation not, not need, needed. needed. Yeah. I got it all mixed up. There you I- go.
1: <laughs> and I'm so happy because I was able to finally get it trademarked. So now it's official. Yeah. Oh,
0: that's so good. I was wondering if you had
1: a trademark. Good. Yeah, yeah. I got a trademark. So that's something that went into effect um earlier this year, which was awesome. So I'm really excited about that. I think, oh, that's good.
0: Yeah, that's so smart. And that's something like that's on my list. Like I need to sit down and write one of those things that I need to like write down that I need to just mm-hmm. put it on my list to start working on is um the trademarking.
1: Yeah, it takes time. Um, I went through, like, I actually am in the midst of trademarking, which is almost done, my business thing, which that took forever. Mm. Um, But it's good to lock those things in, you know, um, if you can. It's it's just one less thing to have to worry about at the end of the day. Yeah. So, but it takes Mm. time. It's a process. It's definitely a process.
0: Well, I'm so proud of what you're doing and what you're representing for women and, you know, just representing like women being able to be unique and different and just be who they are Mm -hmm. and not care about what the social norms are or, you know, what people would think, but just walking proud, whether they're tall, short, skinny, full, full figured, you know, white, black. Asian, whatever, brown, that you're just showing that example of women just walking proud. And I honestly, when I started seeing your brand, it made me feel like so confident and like who I was and what I wore and that, you know, what I was wearing was like represented me. I mean, I already felt that way, but it even gave me more of that.
1: I'm Uh, so happy to hear that. That's, that's what I want to hear. I want to hear that It's not just something of just wear, but it makes you, it's the way it makes you feel. Mm -hmm. That's what I love hearing. So that's, that's the goal. That's, that's the mission. So I'm so glad that I'm hearing that.
0: And not to mention her t-shirts have a great fit also. I mean, you can always have a t-shirt with a cute design, but not every t-shirt has a really good fit. They're great quality and they have a really thank good you. fit. I, cause I'm like a t-shirt connoisseur. So
1: yeah, I, thank you. I, 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 try. <laughs> I try, I try, I only want the best for my people. So that's what I go with.
0: Well, if people want to get themselves a t-shirt, how can they find you?
1: So you can find me on, on my website. It's zienablue.com. Can you spell oh, it out? out? Sure. It's Z as in zebra, E-I-N-A, Zienna. and then the word blue, B-L-U-E. So it's all one word, Zienablue.com.
0: Perfect. And I'll put that in the show notes too. So that'll be there for you guys to get on there and click. Um, and actually I'm going to, I Thank wish, you. oh, that's the one thing about podcasts. You can't show pictures or anything, but if you follow me and well, you can follow her also on Instagram.
1: Yes. at ZiannaBlue. Blue. Um, I was going to say Ziena Blue.com. <laughs> no, that's my website. <laughs> you could also follow me at ziana Blue. Yes, and there you can
0: get you can click on to get to the blog and exactly. the the store, and you can see all of that. And you can also see some of those designs, and you can see some really cute tomboy chic um, fashion with even different celebrities wearing it and different regular people wearing it. And yeah. you can see what we're talking about. And you probably are tomboy chic like us too. So you can check all yeah, that yes. out on Instagram and any anywhere else that you're found besides your website and Instagram.
1: Um, you can find me on Twitter, Ziana Blue. Um, I think it's underscored. This is such a shame. I'm hardly on Twitter. I, am. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I had to oh, actually
0: go look. <laughs> look my name up when I was like filling out an application for a yeah. uh, influencer thing. I was like, what is my Twitter account? Because I had, you know, because someone else had the name. So you had to like... It- put exactly. something in it and I couldn't remember what it was, but yeah, I'm the same yeah. one on Twitter.
1: <laughs> yeah, but you know I'm really, I'm more engaged on Instagram than anything else, so I'm mainly, <clears throat> mainly you can find me on there and um, the
0: website. And you know I always miss you when you're on, not on Instagram. I'm I like, know, I'm sorry. Where are you? I
1: haven't seen you in a while. I <laughs> know. I I'm How am I supposed to keep up my tomboy chic if I don't have <laughs> I'll be posted. Um, I've just lately, I've just my priorities has shifted a little bit, but I will be posted. It won't be as frequent as I used to, but I would like to still share tips every now and then. Yeah, I, miss and t- t- I miss your tips. I miss your tips. Yeah, that's right. I would share, and that's one thing I love doing is like sharing. I would also, oh, for those who are listening, if you look on the blog, I usually have guest appearances from different ones who are stylists and they're sharing their tips on how you can rock out your t-shirts or even upcycle your outfits to just give it a different flair. So those are really cool to check out. Um, the latest one I have is from Blueprint DIY. She's awesome. She has a YouTube channel um, and she has a lot of really cool upcycles on how to style your t-shirts. Yes, so, I did
0: some upstyling on mine. That was really fun.
1: Yeah. On my so, sweatshirt. Yeah. Oh yeah, that's right. Mm-hmm. That's right. And you did an awesome job. I love the way you did that it. That was fun. It came out so good. <laughs> yeah. So like I'll be I'll I'll still share those things and I'll I need to get back on Instagram. I know. I just did that <laughs> with
0: denim shorts recently. I had never done that and I went on YouTube because mm-hmm. I wanted some cutoffs and I was like, I'm tired. Ty- they, they want too much for these cutoffs. I'm like went in my closet, grabbed some jeans I never wear. And went on YouTube and made me some cutoffs, had the ends all
1: frayed and everything. There you go. I love it. I you cycled, love you too. I upcycled. There you go. I love you too for that because you could find so many different things yes. on there. Now
0: I'm like looking so like, what in my closet? Can I cut up? There you go.
1: <laughs> I know. Because I was looking at a shirt that I have and I'm like, oh, it looks frumpy. frumpy. And I said, you know what? I'm going to zhuzh it up a little bit mm mm-hmm. And oh, My daughter
0: did that. She took a bunch of her shirts and like put bleach on them and then made them like camouflage mm-hmm. know looking. So cute.
1: Yeah. There's Aww. so many things you can do. So many creative things you can do. I love it. Tori, this
0: has been so good. We can sit here and talk forever. Like- <laughs> I know.
1: Thank you so much for having Thank me. Thank you so
0: much. I really appreciate it. And you guys. Make sure to follow Tori um on Ziana Blue, on Instagram, at her website, and on Twitter. And Get one of those t-shirts because they are so cute. Go in there and check thank out the designs. Um, we definitely got to keep repping for us women who are strong and empowered and just love who we thank are. You. And um, hey, definitely share this because if you know anyone like us who is tomboy chic, that's right. someone who should be inspired, who's just their own little self, share this with anyone that you think would love it. You guys, thank you so much. Tori, thank you so much for joining us. Thank
1: you, Steph, for having me on.
0: I'll catch you guys. Keep reaching for your sweetest life. Have a good day, guys. This was such a good an episode. I hope you guys enjoyed it. Just Tori talking about you know how we see ourselves as women, especially as women, how we look at our bodies, how we compare each other. Um, all of us have insecurities. I mean, I know. I remember in high school, I thought all these other people had no insecurities. Then when you grow up and you realize that everybody has insecurity. So, Tori, thank you so much. You guys, check her out. is Ziana Blue um, on Instagram. She has the cutest shirts, and they're such good quality. I have two of them. I have a sweatshirt and a T-shirt. Such great quality. I love them. I'm looking to increase my um, collection very soon. So, just um, Ziana Blue, Z-E-I-N-A Blue on Instagram. And you can find all of her inventory there. You can click her link and you'll find out more. She has blogs there um, about fashion. And that Tomboy Chic is how I like to dress. And that's how I learned about Tomboy Chic. So um, yes, if you guys enjoyed this and if it really did something for you on the inside, it did for me, share, like, comment. Um, I really want to know how you guys feel about this. I love making the podcast, but I want to make sure I'm hitting... Um, the subject you guys like to hear about and that it's making an impact on you as well I know it's doing it for me but I want to make sure it's impacting you so I love to hear from you and um, yes definitely go ahead and like subscribe and follow the podcast and share you guys have a great week and I look forward to hearing from you and meeting up with you and talking soon